The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, of course, Dave Sturcha, alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst. Brett Ernst on assignment right now. He is on his uh, Cobra Kai Season 4 World Tour right now. He's uh, on stage in Tampa as we speak. So we are here, uh, just the two of us, to go over what uh, what we just witnessed, and that was a 25-22 to win for the Arizona Cardinals over our Dallas Cowboys. And of course, there's just a lot to get over. Keith, I guess the floor is yours on a on a on a monologue if you want. I mean, there's a lot to go over and there's a lot to discuss. Uh, but the, and there's a lot of quotes um, that are floating around here that you're gonna love. Just so I know, just from oh, really? some of your favorite players quoting certain things that you're just gonna you're probably gonna lose your mind over. But we Ooh. start off with your uh, with your your reaction to this game as a whole. Well, my reaction in a whole is we lost this game because of Dak Prescott and the way he performed. Okay, and and I've said this so many times that I know you and my brother, you guys talk about how amazing this defense is, and they're good. I'm not saying they're not good, but they're not the 85 Bears. They're not the, the, the Ravens that won the Super Bowl in 2000, 2001, whenever that was, the first time the Ravens won. Mm-hmm. They're not the Tampa defense that won when they had Brad Johnson at quarterback. This defense needs our offense to perform. You can't put up seven points in almost three quarters and expect to win a ball game. You just can't. And Dak Prescott did not play his best game at all. And look, this is the 17th week of the season. Okay. You can't do that. We needed this game. We needed it. And the way he's played, I know he played good against uh, – here's my thing that bothers me. It's like, okay, can we just uh, – and I haven't done the research, but have we won a game without our defense getting turnovers or helping us a little bit? Not aware. Have we yet? I don't know. Because that's something – and, and if we have, how many have we? Like, it's something like – it's like our offense is waiting for our defense to give them a spark. It's like, no, you give us the spark, man. The second half of the season, they haven't given us anything. Our defense has held us together. And I thought our defense played pretty damn good. I know the last drive. I know, I know you feel different, Search, but the last the last drive, um, yeah, they could have stopped them and they didn't. And they should have. I mean, it would have been nice if they did. But once again, 
this is not our D our, our, our team is not built around a defense. It's built around a hundred and whatever, $80 million quarterback we have that did not perform the way he should have. That fumble was huge. That, that, the bad pass, the, the the bad passes he had. I mean, he needs to know. I mean, they almost had a pick six couple on times. that screen to CD Lamb. Yeah, he needs times. to recognize that. That's not what. Look, here's my thing. He played awful. When I said he played, when I say he plays awful, I'm not saying, you know, if he's just a quarterback, you know, if he was a rookie or second year or whatever, for what he demanded and what he got to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and get as much money as he's getting, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, he played awful. He's no ordinary quarterback. That's what I'm trying to say, especially what he's getting paid and what he demanded. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, obviously, yes, Dak not playing his best game, the the, the costly, costly fumble uh, when the momentum had already shifted our way. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to put it all on Dak Prescott tonight. I'm going to put a lot of it on Dak Prescott tonight. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, if you, then this is just basically what you just said, 25 points is not a lot in the NFL. Like you should be able to win that game. If your defense gives up 25 points, like that's, that's unacceptable. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know what to do as far as these missed opportunities. I mean, Greg Zernlein just needs to take a hike, man. I'm I'm done with it, bro. Every like you couldn't have been confident when he lined up. You couldn't have been like there's and that's a problem. You know, you should have some kind of confidence when your kicker lines up for a field goal. I don't care if it's 30, 40, 50 yards. Your your kicker is your kicker. And this is what happens. There's no competition in preseason. He was just granted the job. And here he is. He, he's, he's blowing kicks in week 17. And my dad said it best. I think he said it um, in that moment. He's like, this game's either going to come down to him or he's going to cost us down the road where we're just going to, like, get ready to run into traffic. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be the guy that because of his missed field goal, it's going to be all over. But, I mean, look, is it is it a kryptonite of ours to play a good team or to play – uh, a Kyler Murray type quarterback. I mean, we beat up Jalen Hurts earlier in the year. He's the same type of quarterback as far as like run heavy and scrambling and and mobile and like right. So we can we can contain and we can get in the face of a guy like Kyler Murray. My only question is this: Where the hell was the pass rush the entire night? Like there was a couple times where it's been noted already uh, via Leighton Vander Esch, Demarcus Lawrence, C.D. Lamb. They've all went on record today including Mike McCarthy, um, blaming a lot of the referees, uh, blaming the referees for that. I don't like that take. I think it's playing the victim. I think it's just like, dude, you had four quarters to get your stuff together and you still couldn't do it. And now we're going to blame refs. Like, yeah. I don't know if you noticed that last play, that punch out at the end towards mm -hmm. that fumble. Mm -hmm. it, you know, after seeing it once or twice, like that was a fumble on the sidelines. It was, right? Mm -hmm. For Mike McCarthy to have blown all his timeouts already, you know, that's just go is another testament to Mike McCarthy's bad clock, uh, clock management. Yeah. Like that's him not having timeouts to challenge that is out of our hands. And all of a sudden we're like, well, you know, New York. And I'm like, yeah, if it's under two minutes, sure, you can get that call. You can get yeah. that reviewed, but not now. That's yeah. your own fault. So uh, this is what I think. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where I don't, I will not blame the refs. Okay. Unless it was really absolutely 100%, 110% the refs, which it was against the Raiders. I will stand by that. 
the refs won the Raiders that game. Absolutely. We win that game by 10, 10 by double digits if it wasn't for the refs in that game. In this game, absolutely not. I mean, you can't, but yes, all right, whatever, the punch out, whatever. It should have never came down to that. That's what that's and, what and I a said. lot of those like, holes that they had. I mean, every penalty they showed that we got that I saw was pretty much, yeah, it was ticky tacky, but it was there. Okay. It wasn't like the Raider game where you're like, what the hell are they doing? So it should have never, ever, ever even came down to that fumble that everyone's talking about right now. Yes, it was a fumble, but you know what? Why is it even coming down to that? Correct. Why are we only scoring seven points in three quarters? It shouldn't come down to that. Yeah. I'm not sure why it has to come down to a sense of urgency uh for us to go up tempo like that is i i like the problem i have and, and the thing that bothers me the most is that like if me and you and like everybody in the media can see that certain things work like why don't they stick to it like when they run up tempo and they're up to the line and they're rocking and rolling that's when this team is is good on offense right when they yeah. got to huddle up and then Dak gets to the line. He changes the play like 18 times before he actually snaps the ball, and it turns out to be a run anyway. Yeah. Zeke Elliott and Pollard, I think they combined for like 30 yards rushing tonight. Like, yeah, that's unacceptable football, man. You can't – complimentary football. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you lose Gallup for the year. He goes down with a torn ACL. That stings. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I, said the, I said on my Twitter, I said like, the only silver lining here with him tearing an ACL is that we could potentially get him back for like a cheap – one-year hometown discount because he was about to leave for free agency anyway you know this is like a this is like an alan hearns situation remember alan hearns when he snapped his ankle in half yeah and then you know he went out to miami and you mm -hmm. know he did whatever but like i hope that dallas like can say like look you're coming off acl we'll give you a million dollars you know prove your worth and then go walk the next year that could be a thing you know um yeah but i mean, you, I mean but it still sucks Wilson it still sucks amazing. we lost him for the year well, yeah, I know Gallup's Gallup's a fantastic third receiver, but it's not like you know you're losing a Michael Irvin or something. You know what I'm saying? Where it's almost I just like think Cedric this, I just filled think in this, very, very well. Yeah, I just think this is a, a little bit of a problem when it comes to like Michael Gallup. Obviously, was a, the outside receiver along with Amari Cooper, and and C.D. Lamb does his best work in the slot. I just hope that Cedric Wilson is the kind of guy that can step in there and be the outside receiver and keep C.D. Lamb in the slot. You got to leave the guys that are excelling in their positions of strength no, you know for sure for sure yeah. but if you look at it look when we started out what do we start out five and one six and one whatever the hell it was Gallup wasn't on the field correct I mean, that's the least of our problems my big problem now and i'm i'm dead serious man just watching this game is dak i'm i'm worried i really am i'm worried man i know i know i know i don't know if i'm overreacting or whatever but dude i meant the passes he was throwing, I mean, the the one Amari first down that he missed, and I'll bring up that CD Lamb one again, the screen that he should have called off, and he just went through with it. It's you got to be smarter. I mean, look, our defense is not defense has won championships. Yes, I agree, a hundred and ten percent. Okay, but your offense needs to be at least above average in order for a defense. That, if it's not, then you need a defense like the Ravens and the ones I, uh, and the 85 Bears, and we don't have that. We have a good defense. Our offense is what we're built around. Dude, this is the healthiest our offense has been. No? Yeah, I mean, it's the first time they've had their offensive line together and, since 2019. And we put up seven points in three quarters? I mean, let's not forget Arizona has been getting ran out. They got ran out in Detroit by Jared Goff. I mean, this is this is disturbing. It is. 
and, 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 and there's one thing to be said. Yes, Arizona needed this game, okay, more than us. They really Correct. did. Correct. But And they played like it. But I don't think our – I think our – I'm not trying to think – I'm not trying to say we didn't try. I think we put our best effort out there. That's what's scary. Yeah, that's 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 alarming if that's the best effort. You know what I mean? I really yeah. do. I think that most of the players they were trying. I mean, you know, and I and I made a text where I'm like, don't get. I I told you guys, let's not get our ass kicked because that's embarrassing, right? And they didn't. They came back and they fought back, and and that's great. But I meant they that was that that was very, that could be very close to a playoff game we see in the postseason with this well, team. I'll tell you right now, I mean, the likelihood of us playing them in round one is likely. Like, right now, they're sitting there at the six. I mean, at the five. We're there at the four. We're going to wind up playing Arizona again. And that's what a lot of the media reporters have uh, have come to say to a couple of these guys. I want to give. I want to read you two quotes. Um, I think Dak Prescott, you know, just said, he goes, we're going to see these guys again. And they welcome it. And Zeke said the same thing. Like, if we see them again, we'll be ready. But here, here's here's the kicker, right? And you're going to love this because I think there was a quote that you harped on for a little while when Demarcus Lawrence, where he said, we better start trying now. Remember that? Oh, Remember that don't quote? tell me he, he said something like, go ahead. Well, Demarcus Lawrence on Arizona says, um, when, when somebody approached him about, do they want, does he want to see Arizona again? And he said, damn right. If we see them again, they're going to get it from all of us. Wait a minute. Like, than what was tonight yeah why didn't why didn't you get him why didn't they Where get all of us tonight, tonight? yeah like, I, I don't like that quote i don't like i don't like that mentality of saying like oh we'll get him next time oh we'll we'll bring it all next time well why didn't you bring it all tonight yeah you know like I, i'm not really sure if i maybe i'm misreading i, well, I heard here's the it thing i'll ears. say about that here's the thing they're not politicians so they don't know how to like yeah, sometimes true. these players don't know how to, how to convey their uh convey sorry their their personalities or what they really feel Mm. Um, and I could kind of, I mean, that's not as bad as the one that he said that one time when I was yeah. like a couple of seasons ago, you know, the one I always harp on that you said, yeah. Yeah. but I meant, eh, you know, yeah, he's going to get, I mean, I think they're pissed. They are. I mean, they, they should be because once again, I meant, you know, we lost to a, a team. Now everybody was screaming that I know on social media and everything that we couldn't beat this team. You know, and if we did, it's because they're in shambles. That was the big thing against Cowboy. Oh, oh, if you only, yeah, you could beat them. But if you, you know, that's only because they're not doing well right now. But whatever. The main thing is, is that, oh, they have a winning record. We're not going to beat them. And back when we lost to the Chiefs, I remember saying, what is the next game that we're going to play where we can kind of prove ourselves? And this Mm -hmm. was it. And nothing again. So now it sucks. It begs the question now. Do you do you want to see Arizona again? Absolutely. I'm not scared of them. I think we're a better team than them. I think we play them. I mean, I I say seven times out of ten we play them, we win. Okay. That, that's what I say. I, mean, I think it's hard. I mean, look, when you're when you're an unfamiliar opponent, you know, that's why I kind of shied away and we'll get into the Eagles in a second, but like I, I don't like playing the familiar opponent more than twice. You know what I mean? Like now that we've seen the Cardinals. Kingsbury is is a very creative coach. He did a lot of good things tonight. You know, I, I got it. You can't take any credit away from the Arizona Cardinals offense, who was down, at, uh, who was down James Conner, down uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who more than likely would probably be back for the next meeting, right? And James Conner, same thing. And and DJ Humphreys was their left tackle. He's back. You know, he'll be back. He was he hit he got hit with the the COVID uh, stuff this week, so they're going to be even healthier. 
against us next time around. And, you know, they do have weapons on the outside, and they showed it. And, again, Trayvon Diggs has has shown me that he has incredible, incredible ball skills, but he does give up a lot of yards, man. He does. Like, A.J. Green is, is like, 110 years old compared to the rest of these guys, and he was toe-drag swagging and just doing his thing and walking around. This kind of stuff makes me nervous about the next time around. If we don't, if, if they have more than AJ Green next time, you know, and, and we still don't have an answer for Zach Ertz. He caught a bunch of balls again. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's very, it's alarming knowing we couldn't get to the quarterback and their offensive line wasn't 100%. They had a yeah. lot of woes, you know. And it seemed like, what well, I mean, it's just that the, the, the mobility of Kyler Murray, a lot of times we were getting to him. I mean, he had some good plays, but there was a couple it, times that Parsons was an eighth of an inch away from nailing them. Yeah. Same thing with Lawrence. Like we were there and we forced mm-hmm. some bad throws, but you got to do that consistently. You can't, you can't just like, if you got to send more people to make sure that he has somebody mm-hmm. in his little face. And I say little face is because he gets his best looks when he's flushed to the outside Absolutely. because there's no offensive line to look over, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's funny because Prescott had like five balls batted down at the line. I said, what the yeah. hell is he Murray? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, is, exactly. Is he not as tall. Like what is, what is happening here? No, I said, like I said, in the one, like he can't, it, I bet Murray can't see over a first grade, you know, lunch line <laughs> to see what, you know, <laughs> what's, what's, what's for lunch. Like, yeah, no, there's no, there, there's no reason for that. But I meant when you look at like, and, and, and once again, with, with Kyler Murray, it's like, you know, when you have our defense, right. And you look at like Micah Parsons actually was doing a really good job on him sometimes. Like, and they even Joe Buck, did you hear his comments? Like, he loves watching him because it's kind of cool. Like, you see what angle he's going to take yeah. and where he's going to go. He's a fantastic you know what I mean? watch. And sometimes we had some overthrows, and you know, we had that, that fake punt thing or whatever they did, man. Oh, man. Which, by the way, I, mean, I, I didn't even uh, know you can call interference on a, on a fake punt. I, I didn't he even called know it anyways, thing. though, didn't he? He caught it on our guy's helmet. I know. He pulled <laughs> like, a freaking David Tyree or whatever the guy's yeah. name was. I believe that oh, was Nation man. Wright that was in there. And he caught uh, his first big play in the NFL is somebody catching the ball on his helmet. <laughs> Dude, it, yeah. I mean, just stuff like that. Like when we missed the field goal, like the first field goal, like you said, with Zerline, I was like, right right when we missed that. And, and I'll bring this up again, okay, Matt Prater, really? Last <laughs> week when I put money on you, I put money on the Cardinals. You miss an extra point and two field goals, and today you're freaking Pele, like <laughs> kicking everything through the freaking like. What is going on with that? Uh, yeah, and our kicker is the one missing field goals. I didn't know that he was like the the NFL all time leader with like more than fifty field like fifty plus yard field goals. Like he's just he's been booming them for Detroit forever because they can never get actual touchdowns. <laughs> so, yeah, you know? I know. But I mean, if I if I look at it, and once again, the, the, I blame this game on our offense, not our defense. You know, because and, and here's the thing. I keep saying this and saying this. We can't do three and outs and give it back to them. And you want to bring up Jalen Hurts, which you did, which mm-hmm. was which, which are very similar. I agree. But what happened in that game? We had a pick six. You know, our defense helped our offense win. And it just seems like if our defense isn't doing that, our offense, Dak cannot throw the team on his back and say, you know what? I'm going to win it today anyways. I mean, look, man, you look at freaking – what game was that? The Ravens, when Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions against the uh, uh, the Browns, right? The Ravens still won. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know if our defense is capable of doing something like that. That's probably going to be, if I had a guess or put a a money amount on what the narrative is going to be going this week with all the talking heads and the, the mainstream sports media people, I know where they're going with this. They're going to say Dak Prescott can't do this himself. And 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 that's that's a fair it's a fair assessment. It's a fair worry because now yeah. he he couldn't do it this week, right? The no. defense is holding at certain points, right? They do give up a couple plays here and there, but nothing too crazy. A bunch of field goals if anything else. Prater, you just said it. He hit a bunch of field goals, right? So that's mm-hmm. the defense doing their job. Um yeah. But now, you know, Dak Prescott, now he's going to be down Gallup, and it's time for the guys, you know, to step up again. I, I, I can't get over, you know, the, the, the rush attack. Like, Zeke Elliott being held, this is one of his worst games he's ever played statistically. You mm-hmm. know, Tony Pollard's supposed to be this, you know, splash player. He couldn't do anything either. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, you know, that, that one um, – the one play that I, I – you know, most of it I'm like, okay, 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 you know, with the running backs that is – and there was one with that with Zeke where he took the ball and what's his name? Um Chandler Jones just like grabbed his foot and he fell down. That was Did you, it, do you right? remember that? Yeah. It was like two or three yards. It's like, dude, break that. Yeah. Um like, that was high knees. Like, what are you doing? Like it just didn't seem like, you know what I mean? Like it was almost like, okay, I'll, I, and he just went down. It's like that's not the Zeke I I remember. No. He's was- better than that. He really is. That is alarming. Um, I, I was thinking the like, same thing. I'm like, did you just get shoestrung tackled by Chandler Jones? Like, yeah. is that happening? Like, yeah. Like, that doesn't happen to you. Like, what do you, and not for nothing, Dak looked cross eyed. <laughs> <laughs> he looked cross eyed on the sideline. Dude, when he's sitting there and he gets in that daze, that stare, that's yeah. just like, that's when I know we're in trouble. It's like his eyes go different directions and he's just staring. And I'm like, dude, we're not going to win this game. We're do, not. You, uh, do you think a game like this, and a season like this, where like, yes, we had a 56-point outburst last week, right? Does a game like this hurt like Kellen Moore's status of no, like, trying to get a job? I don't think this was his fault once again, because Dak had some terrible passes. Okay. There was a third in like 12 where he missed Amari, where Amari was just like, what are you doing? He was wide open. Like Troy said, he turned around, hit him on the numbers, and he threw it elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like there were plenty of plays like that. So no, yeah. I don't think this is on. I don't, I don't think Kellen Moore uh, called a bad game here. I don't. I think this is on deck. I mean, look, the one thing with Romo, and I'll say this about Tony Romo, okay? I've never felt this way about Romo, what I'm feeling about Dak right now. What, like nerves and like not knowing? Just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I always, always felt that Tony Romo could get us to a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Right now, I don't feel that about Dak, man. Even when Romo played bad games, I'd still be like, okay, okay. But with Dak, there's just, it's, it's something different. 
You know, there's some lack of confidence he might have. I don't know what it is, but this is not the same quarterback we saw the first six, seven games at all. I mean, I don't even know if we beat the Patriots now. Like, where's the Dak that threw that touchdown to CeeDee Lamb in overtime? He had me sold, bro. I was like, I'm a, like, I, I, I love, I mean, the guy was just, I mean, I was in love with him. And I still am, but I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, I was a believer. I'm like, they paid him the money. His first six, seven weeks, I'm like, yeah. And then the, these last weeks, I mean, even last week, I know everyone's like, oh, we did this and that. Block punts, interceptions. But I want to see him do it. I'd like to see a game where he does it for us, especially later in the season, right now. Because, I mean, he's, he's you know, it, I, I believe, I mean, I'm, I was being faithful to him. And then he, you know, you want to get to a little beep button ready. It's like having a, <laughs> it's like having a girlfriend, okay? And, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I trust you again. But I'm just saying. It's like, I mean, you know. It's, All right. I'm, it's just, I'm very upset. I'm very upset right now. And and we love Dak. And I know you, bro. You're you have been, honestly, Starch, out of, out of all three of us on the Jersey Boys podcast, you have been the number one supporter in him. Yeah, dude. I, and I, I was always in the middle. My brother was my brother was not a big fan, as you know, of signing. Yeah, remember, I think contract. it was episode two. He was telling Dak if kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, remember the kick rocks. I'm like, what are you, rocks. freaking Charlie Brown? Like, yeah. who says kick rocks? Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, but I mean, and I was always in the middle, but I was always gearing more towards your side because I did see what you saw. I listen, now maybe, maybe, maybe my brother's been right, and I hate uh, to say that. I know. I, I don't. You know? I, I don't think he's right. I don't think your brother was right. I don't think Dak Prescott has this uh, like curse upon him right now where he can't get it up. Like I think the ability is there. I think the mentality is there. I just think that when that game gets big and, and it gets like very large. We've seen him perform in playoff games. When he played Seattle, remember that big run he had, you know, and he's flipping all over the place, right? Like, he's got it in him. I know it. I know it. it's it's there, right? It's just the execution lately with these guys that are surrounding him. We've surrounded him with the most talent he's ever had in his entire life. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. offensive line that would more than likely keep you upright, mm -hmm. you know? They blitzed him today a lot, and that goes to show you when a when a defense blitzes you as much as they did today, that shows you that they don't think that you can beat them with the arm. Exactly, you know, and that's yeah that he should take that personally right now mm -hmm. and and just and and just try to steamroll the Philadelphia Eagles. Now I bring that up because I want your opinion. Now that we're eleven and five, and you know the number four seed seems to me. That that's gonna be where we sit. That's it. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm. if we go to if if we get a win, right, and a couple things fall our way, maybe we move. But I don't I don't foresee that happening, right? What what are you doing against Philadelphia? Knowing that Philadelphia now is probably I think with one of I think with the, the Vikings losing tonight, which right now they're losing 13 nothing to the Green Bay mm. Packers on Sunday night football. Um, I think they're gonna clinch because they won their game, they beat Washington. I think they clinch a playoff spot. I'm not sure. There's a couple other things. I think there's like a Saints thing, but the Saints won, so maybe not. But in any event, week 18, the Dallas Cowboys technically are locked in, can't move. Yeah. What are you doing with that game? Are you going in there trying to steamroll the Philadelphia no, Eagles? Out absolutely of not. No. Take. I mean, I might play some players at first, but you got your spot. You know, you don't want to go and get in your butt kicked too bad because I will bring this up because a lot of people don't remember, and it's just going off the top of my head once again. That 2008 um, 
eight Dallas Cowboy, 2007-2008, whatever, when we lost to the Giants in the divisional playoff game the year they beat the undefeated Patriots. Yeah. That last game of the year, we played the we played the Washington football team, who were the Redskins at the time. Mm-hmm. And we went in with our starters and we kind of playing lackluster and we got pummeled. Pummeled by Washington, like destroyed. And I think that had something to do with us going into um losing to New York in that divisional playoff game. It had nothing to do with Romo going with Jessica Simpson on a vacation. <laughs> I think some of that carried over. So what I'm trying to say is, is that I say we rest, we do rest our starters. You don't want to risk anything. And just, I mean, if you're going to play and play them a little bit, you know, but we don't need it. We don't. I mean, you know, depending what game, what depending what starters you want to, you want to play. You know what I mean? I think what I meant. I, I think with, with the way we played today, um, mm-hmm. and, and losing to the Arizona Cardinals, and now the whole week, let's just say that if we were to rest our starters or not play everybody on next Sunday, this loss sticks with us until wild card weekend, and I don't like mm-hmm. that. Like, that's why I think they need to go out there, go to Philly, beat up on the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, get back, get right, and steamroll into the playoffs. You can't. You can't lose this game and then say, "All right, well, we'll practice, but you know, uh, you know, it's going to be Cooper Rush in the third, and like we'll see about this guy and Corey Clement's going to run against his old team and everything, you know, and then like not win, and then you lose two straight going into that Arizona game or possibly LA game or whoever they play first round. That's not a good feeling to me, man. I think we need to win, and I think we need to win big. I think they need to put up a Washington football team type game and run Philadelphia out of their own stadium." So people are going to like, oh, wow, you know, any other team would have sat back and not gave a crap, right? But the yeah. Cowboys came in there, and they shut the door. Well, I could see that too, man, because I mean, bringing up another point is when we did that in, in 2016 with Dak. Remember we sat, and that was Romo's last drive, and mm-hmm. we ended up losing that game to Philly, and then we lost to Green Bay in the divisional playoff game. So, I mean, look, whatever they decide to do, they do. But I'm telling you right now, it, I don't really think it matters. That's my. That's just my you know, personal you know, opinion. You don't believe no, in any I kind don't. of momentum. No, I think that whatever team is going to play in the playoffs is going to play in the playoffs. You know, of course, I love another win on the Eagles. I love it, and I hope I would. I would love us to play. You know, all of our starters and beat the hell out of them. But whether we win or lose that game, we're still probably going to have the same spot. You know, we're still going to go into the playoffs because when you get to the playoffs, everybody's zero and zero. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. I mean. Anything can happen. So, you know, yeah, it'd be great to beat the, to beat the Eagles, but I'm not even I'm not even worried. I mean, my thing is with, with next week, I'm worried about the playoffs right now. I'm worried about what I saw today. That's what I I'm see, worried that, about. I, I can't even think about the Eagles right now. I'm not well, even like. Well, well, that's the thing. Because of the way they played today, my first thought is get back and get just beat up on the Eagles. That that's my that, like. You have one more game to do this. Like then, then if you're telling me that if you're not, if you don't beat up on the Eagles, that you're going to feel good. Like this is right now, the last moments of having all your starters playing lockstep is against the Cardinals. And we, when we got shellacked and we lost, you know, lost by three ultimately because of a couple, you know, touchdowns at the end. But like, you know, that's not the feeling I want to have going into that wild card. I'll give you a good example. What, all right. before we played this game, which was kind of like a playoff game, correct? Yeah, I mean that's that's the okay. Field. What do we do before this game? 
we beat the crap out of the Reds uh, exactly. Washington football team. Against the Washington football team, yeah, exactly. And what did that do for us? We still lost this game. And that's what I'm trying to say is that I just, you know, right now I, I get, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm not even looking at the Philly game. I'm just worried about if we're going to be one and done, or depending on who we're playing or or two and done. I mean, I seriously thought this could have been a Super Bowl team most of the season. I would say 80% of the season, I thought this could be a, a Super Bowl winning team. And now I've drifted completely after watching today's performance against another playoff caliber team. I've drifted and it's all on Dak. I know nobody wants to hear that and I'm sorry, but that's your quarterback is so damn important, man. It's not, you know, and, and it's just, I just, man, I, the, the performance he has put up, especially today, I mean, it, it's very, it's disturbing to me, man. It really is. It sucks. It sucks. And that fumble, man, I mean, come on, dude. Like, what that whole, doing, that whole play looked weird. I mean, there's a couple plays where he looked so off balance and it just didn't make any sense. It didn't look right. Like, yeah, man, there was a couple, couple bad throws. Like, unfortunately, this is, this is a common thing. You know, some for, for every great throw that Dak Prescott makes, there is a couple blunders. There is, you know, and that's what we've had to either come to just, you know, deal with or like we have to. I think people have to understand that this kid is not, is not Aaron Rodgers. He's just not. Right. He's not he like, but that's like the only quarterback that he's not. All right. He's not Tom Brady. Right. We're Tom Brady. Huh? He's not Mahomes. See, Mahomes. See, to me, Mahomes got a lot of the physical intangibles. But like today, Mahomes didn't win a game. Right. He lost one. Right. And he lost to a playoff caliber team. You know, so like that's the same. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that, and he probably doesn't. I mean, but his team, his team was up. What they had twenty something points in the at, at halftime or the third quarter. Yeah, and we had we had forty last week at halftime. You know what I mean? Like, I, but I'm saying though. But I meant my whole thing is that you know this game. I meant this was a but that was a two playoff teams going at each other. Washington's not a playoff team last week. This was, and we put up seven points in three quarters. I mean, that's alarming, man. It is. It is, and there's not much you could do to change. No. You know. I mean, it is what it is, bro. We're, we're, we're look. We're his biggest fan. We're the Cowboys' biggest fans. Our listeners are the biggest Cowboys fans. But you got to point out the truth, and hopefully, somebody like Dak hears that and it ignites something and says, "You know what? These dudes are right." Like, because I one of the things I cannot stand in professional sports is when players or teams are like, "Oh, they never, you know, nobody believed in us." Like nobody. No, that's not show us. And we'll believe in you, of course. That's the way it is. That's how life is. That's how it is at my job, everyone else's job. That's how it is on, on this podcast. Like, yeah, you got to show us. And right now, yeah, Dak showed us the first half of the season, but the second half, he's not showing us. And I want to see it, man. I want to see it. And honestly, whether we win or lose next week, we're not able to – he's not going to be able to show us again until the playoffs. Until the yeah. playoffs. And, 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 again, that backs up my – Give me one more chance to to show you that I, I I got it because next week technically Philadelphia is a quote playoff caliber team because mm -hmm. they're on the bubble or they're in it or whatever so that's another challenge like you're late you're literally going to be helping out Philadelphia's cause by giving them a better seat if we just lay down I don't know maybe may well, I you know be what, buddy I'll tell you right now Sturge if Philly needs that game to clinch a playoff we're done we're not winning that game we're not. I don't see us winning that game next week if Philly needs it. Like, if, if they're like, if by kickoff, if they're like, hey, we win, we're in, and they get all amped, 
you know, sort of like, what is that? 2008, 2008 or 2009, that last game when we played Philly and they, uh, when we they found out. Yeah. No, not that game. I'm talking about the, the, the season before. Oh. When Philly was like, oh, and they beat us like, it was T.O.'s last game with us. And they beat us like 48 to like 43 to three or 43 to 10 or something. When they found out right before kickoff that they, if they win, they're going to win the division or whatever it was because the Giants lost or whatever, I forget. But it doesn't matter. If that happens with the Eagles in this game, yeah, we, we're, we're not winning that game. We're not. Well, I guess that remains to be seen. Um, but it looks like the Packers are about to wrap up the number one seed as they just taken out 20 to nothing lead before halftime over the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah so I mean we're gonna we're gonna have our spot. We're gonna be at the four. It's just a matter of getting healthy, getting everybody right. Unfortunately, we lose Michael Gallup for the year. Um, it, you know, it remains to be seen who steps up for them. And uh yeah, but I will say if we have to if we have to choose between the two, between the Rams and and the and the and the and the cards, I'd take the Rams because you I'll tell you Rams. right now. Oh, oh yeah. we can get to Stafford. It not even yeah, we can get to Stafford, and Stafford le- leads the the league in pick sixes. It's like yeah, he threw another one today. <laughs> yeah, so I meant that's that's what I mean. I meant that is something where that could get us to the second round. Yes, I do trust playing the Rams more than the than the Cards because our defense can maybe do something to spark the offense and say, hey, look, you know. We can get going because, I, like I said, if our defense isn't producing turnovers and stuff, I don't think the offense can carry us to anything, man. I just don't right now. We'll see. We shall see. But the Cowboys drop another one, 25 to 22. They drop to 11 and 5 on the season. Normally, that would be the end of the season because 11 and 5 would be your 16-game season, mm-hmm. and that's the end of the year. But they do have an opportunity to get a 12th win and or a sixth loss. And, of course, for all that, uh, coverage. Be sure to tune into the Blogging the Boys podcast network every day this week. We drop the podcast um, and uh, Tuesday, the roundtable. There's a whole lot of coverage coming our way. I'm sure nobody's really feeling great about this game. Obviously, we're the ones to kick it off uh, on a Monday. Uh, so that's that's it, man. We, we can't harp on this one too much. You know, Philadelphia is on the horizon and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see how many starters play. But the next time you hear from us will be Sunday night. Uh, well, Monday uh, Monday morning as we are preparing for whoever we're going to be taking on in the first round of the 2021 NFL playoffs. So for Dave Sturchio and, of course, America's fan Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network powered by SB Nation. And we will see you guys next week.